Jimmy, yo, let me yo, hear you yo. talk. Check, check, check. Mic check, mic check. <clears throat> cool. Can I hear you again? Sorry. Yo, yo, yo. Mic yeah, check. That's mic better. Check, that's way check. better. That's way better. Well, it's uh, nice to meet, meet everyone face to face. I know. Yeah, what up, bro? Yeah, same yeah. here, man. It's, it's funny. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll talk about this more on the podcast, but I feel like we would have we ran into each other. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. In the circles that right. we're in, you know? Exactly, yeah. Hey, yo, so I didn't realize that you did MIA radio. Um, I literally just did it. Like, it was such a last-minute thing. Actually, you guys hit me up first. Okay, you that's, hit me up that's first. what I wanted to make sure. <laughs> yeah. You guys hit me up first, and then they were like, yo, they're, they're like, this is so last-minute. It literally happened in, like, a couple hours. Oh, okay. Yeah. Typically, we would have canceled, because I would have been like, I don't want to fuck with their show. You know what I mean? Like no, nah, you got you guys did ask me first. I actually told them that I was recording with you guys like the following day. So. Oh, so then they should have actually canceled. Why did they do yeah, that? They should have canceled. They should have canceled. We almost canceled. I gotta talk to Kaz now. Oh damn, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I gotta talk to Kaz, <laughs> man. And he tried to release the shit earlier too. That motherfucker, right? <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even. Edit he did that shit on purpose, man. He just put that shit out. Yeah, he he, he put that out quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah he did. Right, he knew what the fuck was going on, man. <laughs> Hey, yo, hey, yo, Jamie, leave all of this shit in, too, man. I want, I want Kaz and Zaya to hear this shit. <laughs> MIA Radio trying to sabotage the, the podcast. Right? Those, 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 those guys are the fam, though. Those guys are the fam, though. Nah, they I cool. Nah, nah. Nah, right, we just, nah, we're just fucking with them. <laughs> hey, yo, what's good? What's good? What's good? Welcome to Reflections of a DJ, the Roll podcast presented by DJ City and Beat Source. I'm one of your hosts, DJ Crooked. I've got DJ Never here. Yo, what's up? I got uh, DJ D Miles. Yo, what's good? I got Jamie the Great. Yeah, what up? And yo, we got a very talented, very special guest straight from Tampa, Florida. We got DJ Koo in the building. What up, man? What's good, Koo? Hey, what's up, guys? Appreciate you. What's What's up, man? I also got to mention. Appreciate you guys having me. Yeah, I also got to mention a Red Bull 3 style finalist, right? That was a while ago, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still, it's still on the resume, though. It's still on the resume, man. Yeah, I guess, yeah. yeah. I also haven't changed my Twitter bio in, like... It's also your Instagram bio as well, so yeah, I got to mention it. So I got a question. Is that, like... I mean, does it seem like you're holding on to something, like, from the past? Or is it... I feel like it's an accolade. Like, no, nah, I, I, honestly, like, I just haven't changed it in a while. Like, I'm about yeah. to change it to what... Trey's got a uh, Trey's got Red Bull Three Salt alum. I'm about to change alum. to that. Oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. okay. I like that way that. better. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like veteran. Like I've been through. Yeah, it. Like, I've been through that. There was like there, there was like a good like four years after when I did it where I was like trying to milk it, and yeah, now yeah. it's just kind of like all right. It wasn't all his flyers. <laughs> yeah, but but I feel if I was a booker and I saw a Red Bull Three Style finalist or any th- type of thing like that, I'd be like, oh, okay, you know. He's been through the, he's I mean, been through the it, ringer, you know? I, I feel like it holds like a little bit of weight, you know? Yeah. Like just and what, do, what do you call it? So how's it been out there in, in Tampa and everything? And, you know, I've, I've, I follow you on Twitter. You're very vocal on Twitter. I feel like you and I have gotten into it some, uh, a couple times on Twitter. Uh, I, don't know. I don't think we've gotten into <laughs> no. it. Nah, I, don't, no. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I think your wife, I got, think so. I think your wife got into, into it with me. Like, she was coming at me. She was throwing darts at oh, me. Oh, did she? No. Nah. I think oh, so. Man. And I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, yo, yeah, but she, and I she, she's wild on Twitter. She might have. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't realize it was your wife until later. I was like, oh, shit, you know? I was like, oh, shit. Like, I was like, I, I was glad, I'm glad I was like respectful and shit. I was like, I didn't, uh, I didn't say anything yeah. about or something. No, but she, we were like on the same page. I, what was it? What was that even? What was that even about? I don't, it I don't had to be about, 
um, it probably was around the time of the Joe Maz and uh, John, uh, Jonathan. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. The Jonathan Schechter debate, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I, and that, I that, that was a that was a popular episode. <laughs> a very popular. Still, I feel yeah. like, to this day. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of people were angry with us. A lot of you know, a lot of a lot of people disagreed with us. They thought we were trying to clout chase and all of this bullshit. But we, you know, I I don't think. We, I mean, you know? I'm, I'm I mean, I'll be honest. I think I felt like a type of way about it at the time. Yeah. But once I once I saw it, and once I saw how y'all were moderating it, right, and I kind of like, I was like, all right, I see, I see where the direction is going. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. just like, it wasn't a platform for him to just spew shit that yeah, wasn't yeah. true or, you know what I'm saying? It, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a healthy debate. So yeah, I think it was, I think it was more like just like the announcement of you doing it, you guys doing it. Yeah. People were like, oh shit. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, right. you know, I mean, after watching it, like, I think it was a good conversation and I think it needed to be had and people needed to see, Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate that. Yeah. Appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> I was I was yeah. in the hot seat. I think out of all four of us in the on the podcast, I may be more vocal on Twitter than you know Never and D Miles, and then uh-huh. Jamie just talks about I don't know his feelings. I don't know what the fuck he talks about on Twitter. <laughs> no, <laughs> Twitter's my Twitter yeah. But I, I was getting a lot of the heat from from people, and I just and I just yeah. wish they just watched the episode. And you know some of them did watch it, and they still hated what we did. But <laughs> yeah. honestly, like I and I respect that too. I you know so I I, I think you're I think. Your wife was on the same page as me, but she just wanted to kind of add on to something. And but yeah, I was, mean it's it's a it's a it's a tense time, man. Yeah. Like mis- misinformation is a huge thing, and it's it's yeah. kind of it's it's fucking it up for a lot of people. So right, I feel like there's no real kind way of getting your message out on Twitter either. You kind of got to be a, yeah. s- a smart ass a little bit. Like like yeah. there's no kind way. You know, you only have like 140 characters, so that. All that nicety has to get eliminated, uh-huh. and you just kind of got to throw, you know, your message out like point blank at somebody. Yeah, you know? I've also found I've also found like like people like in general will just like pick apart every single thing on Twitter, right? To the point where it's like they're like twisting your words to like kind of fit their own like mm-hmm. view on shit. Where yeah. it's like, man, like yo, like at the end of the day, like I feel like the majority of people. I mean, at least myself, like when I tweet shit, it's coming from a good place, you know, yeah. like it's coming from a place of like wanted to help people and wanting to make sure we do this shit that we're, that's happening in Florida, like responsibly, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like a lot of people just, sometimes they just tear shit apart on the internet, man. Like, and they don't bother to actually like look at the message behind it. They're just like, Oh no, one little trigger word or something or one little, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, this is so the, you, the internet, man. <laughs> you've been on Twitter. You've been very adamant d- during the whole pandemic about safety, taking the necessary yeah. precautions, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. double masking even at times. And what really, what I found really, um, I don't know, I was really kind of like, yo, like, I really respected this because I know it's not easy. You were getting tested every nah. week, right? I still get I still get tested every week. Yeah. Every Wednesday I'm tested. Yeah. I get wow. that shit shoved on my nose every Wednesday. So I have, Pause. Yeah. I have my results. Every, <laughs> I, I, have, I have my results before the weekend every weekend. Yeah. 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 Damn. Yeah. Has that gotten kind of expensive though for you to do get tested weekly? Uh, it's it's underneath my health insurance, thankfully. Oh, okay. So yeah, yeah. I don't got to worry about that. But I mean, still, even even outside of the cost of it, like there's still means and there's still ways to get tested for free. The city of like where I live, I've I've shown all my homies too that don't have health insurance. I'm like the city of Tampa offers this shit for free, like mm-hmm. right here at Ray J. You know, three times a week. All you gotta do is sit in line. That's it. Yeah. You know. It's, so it's I mean, just, I, I don't I don't think there's an excuse to not do it. Right. 
you know, like the the yeah. free ones is it takes a long time though. That's the yeah, do, it does take a while. Yeah, <laughs> that's CBS, a while. That's how long does it take? Like a week? It just takes. Well, I, I I remember I remember one week I fucked up on my CVS like filling out the thing online. I accidentally ordered like like a rapid test or something that just the rapid tests aren't as everyone knows are not as accurate as like the, the PCR test or whatever. And my wife was like, nah, we got to get the PCR one done. And I was like, well, there's a city one. And we ended up waiting. I'm not even joking. Like three and a half hours, three yeah. hours. Like it's, it's a well, while, but yeah. I mean, just like anything, when you broke everything, when you broke, everything takes a longer time. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking life. Man. That's life, man. That's why. Yeah. That's why when, yeah. you, when you get a little bit of money and you know somebody, you skip the line, like in everything. Yeah. You, know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah like when you, <laughs> so the yeah. so the free COVID test is gonna be a fucking pain in the ass. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, I I got tested a few like maybe twice, and that shit was. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, it's it's a, it's exhausting. You know what I'm saying? It's not. Yeah. It's definitely not fun, man. So wait, you've been working for how long now? Because Florida is like the wild, wild west. So right. So the crazy. All right. So just talking on like Florida and specifically where I am, because I'm in Tampa, and a lot of the cities in Florida are kind of like they have their own rules, they have their own ordinances. Because I think the biggest problem with Florida is that there's no like clear like view of what people are doing to regulate and make sure that shit is safe. Like from a state level, our governor is like, open it all open market, no rules, no capacity rules. Like well, he, his only just, thing is like protect the old people, right? Protect the old yeah. people and protect yeah. the, um, yeah. I saw an interview with him. He's, he was kind of bragging like, Oh, we, you know, we got this thing, figure it out. You know, we got the formula, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to affect businesses and what we do is we we put more attention yeah. to protecting the old and uh, pe people with pre-existing conditions. But yeah, it's kind but of, I mean you know? to be to to be fair, like I mean that's kind of like like how how like how is he protecting older people? You know what right. I'm saying? If if everything's if everything's open back up, like there are going to be people that don't take it as seriously, and ultimately it's going to affect mm -hmm. older people. Which is why I'm so adamant about you know taking this shit seriously and being safe about it. You know because like the way that I look at it is regardless if I DJ or my friends DJ or anyone in Florida DJs or not, Florida was going to be open regardless. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't up to us. Like we didn't go write letters to the governor to open our clubs back up. Like, nah, he did that on his own. So if we're stuck in this position where it's like, all right, well, these clubs, these bars are going to stay open and you can either continue with what you're doing or you're just done with DJing at right. that point, you know, like, I chose to continue with DJ, but if I'm going to do that, like I have to be, and I think we owe it to ourselves and we owe it to our community. We owe it to our grandparents and immunocompromised people to be as safe as possible. Like I need to know in my heart and I need to know in my mind that I know for a fact, I am not contributing to this spread. Mm -hmm. The shit's going to be open regardless, but if I'm going to be a part of this workforce, I need to know for my own peace of mind that I know for a fact, I am not helping to spread this. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I, I, I get I get my test results before every single weekend, like just for peace of mind. If I don't get my test results, I'm not working. I think just, it's I think it's very different. I think remember in the beginning of the pandemic, everyone was shaming the DJs who kept working. Uh -huh. And I and I and I really thought that was like really short sighted because they're not affecting the industry. The club owners are affecting the industry, right? They're staying uh -huh. open. It's not like they're diplo. Like if they if they have a huge following, yeah. that's very different when you're like attracting yeah. 
it's like you know when city girls are performing at a big club mm -hmm. that's yeah. that's wildly irresponsible yeah right? because they're yeah, like, attracting a large group of people you know what i'm saying so that's very so, different I'll, from a local so, from a local yeah, dude but, like yourself you know and it's just like but also that that also kind of feeds into like how whatever venue that they're booked at is handling the situation because right. a lot of venues with the governor literally being like yo it's a everything's open there's no regulations we're open for business a lot of these people just don't give a fuck mm. and they're just like you know like no mask no capacity limit like we don't care yeah kind of shit you know and so that's when local government like our mayors step in and they're like yo like this is out of hand like we don't want to be known as like the super spreader city or like whatever you know so they enforce all these other ordinances that come down and it's just like this i think that's the problem with florida is like no one really knows like what the direction or what the kind of like the temperature of like the scene should be because the governor's saying one thing, our mayor's saying another thing. And people are just like, at this point, they're like, we're hearing so much shit. Like we don't give a fuck no more. So there's so many people that just stop caring. And that's like, that's honestly like the worst part of being down here. You know, like yeah. I'm trying to do the most responsible thing I possibly can while working in what we know is a, just a crazy environment and crazy time to be in clubs. Yeah. And when I, whenever I talk on Twitter or whenever I talk, my, my close circle of friends, like they're all, all on board with the same shit because they know like at the end of the day too it's like all eyes are on florida too it's kind of like like the kim kardashian thing where like people were getting mad at her for posting like lavish parties right on instagram mm -hmm. during a pandemic while, while everyone is like on you know have lost their jobs lost their homes right and it's like it's tone deaf mm -hmm. you know it's like man like that's just not a cool look so if people are djs people in our community are going to be looking at florida i personally want to let these people know, like, you know, like we're not like all fucking Florida man down here. Like there are a few of us that really do care and are trying to set an example yeah. and, you know, take what we have seriously. Cause I mean, at the end of the day, like I know a ton of people that would love to be working right now. Yeah. Like thoughts on the pandemic aside, I know a ton of people that would love to work. There are DJs that are moving all around the country right now to places that are open just to keep working, you know? So it's like, if we're going to be one of the few spots that are able to work, I think we should set an example and let people know that we are trying to take this seriously. At least the few, you know, key leaders in nightlife in our respected cities or whatever. You know what I'm saying? I thought you were really thoughtful in how you represented yourself and and what was going on during the Super Bowl in Tampa, right? Because if there ever was a time to market yourself and flex, right? It's got to be oh, when the Super Bowl fucking, is in Tampa, right? Go like, Illy Willy with yeah, shit. Like, yeah. It's kind of hard not to go like buck wild crazy and then just like flood the social media with all the dope shit that's happening, right? So mm -hmm. I, I thought you were really thoughtful about about that shit, but I don't know what was going on. And you know what I'm saying? like, I mean, I mean, I, that's, that's the thing. This is like, it kind of goes back to what I was just saying. Like, it's just like, I'm not going to sit here and post pack clubs on my ig story man right. like for, for what for clout during a pandemic like but i'm you, lucky to be working right i don't need to rub it in your face yeah like but, be, but you know between, what I'm between us and our and our listeners <laughs> wait those clubs the thousands the, the clubs uh, what, the what, clubs what, were packed what, though, right what, what, <laughs> It was Super Bowl wild? Is that what you're asking? Yeah, well, yeah the yeah, clubs yeah. were packed, though, right? Yeah. The clubs were packed. Super, yeah. Super Bowl was wild, yeah, <laughs> for sure. You don't, you don't need, you don't need me to tell you that, though. Like, they'll, they'll, there'll be pictures out. Like, I'm sure there will be. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't need me to tell you that. What do you? That was just that. That was that was a given, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what do you? What everyone. Do you, 
What do you, what do you think know. is the statute of limitations for you to post those videos later on, like five years from yeah. now? Yeah, five years. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not even saving any of these videos, man. Nah. Like, I, 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 if I, if I post stuff from the nightclubs, it's literally like just me, like my face, or like DJ equipment. I, it's rarely, rarely ever like okay. a, a crowd. You know what I'm saying? Can you like, do? Can you do me a favor? Can you can you document some of this, but do a throwback Thursday, maybe three years from now or four years from now? <laughs> so the clubs you've been DJing at, is it like really packed? A couple of them are, yeah. It's, it's it see, it kind of depends. Like I said, like no one's on the same page right. in Florida. Like there's no universal like plan of how to open safely. It's kind of up to their each business's discretion. Mm -hmm. So there are venues that I work for that take it very seriously. There are venues that I work for that don't, that haven't opened um, because they're just like, yo, this is not right. Like we don't want to do, we don't want no part in this and blah, blah, blah. There are venues that do uh, regulations like half capacity, mass required. And then there's other venues that just don't give a fuck. You know, it's just, it, it kind of depends on like who you're working for and what city you're in. Mm -hmm. You know, like I know Miami's, Miami's got a curfew that uh, an 11 PM curfew. Yeah, I thought it was, I, I thought it was midnight, but yeah, I think something like that, right? Yeah. right? And then and then I found out like Fort Lauderdale is just like a free for all, right? Which is only like twenty minutes away, thirty minutes yeah, away, pretty much. Yeah, it, yeah. So it's just like it, it. There's no, there's no like rhyme or reason. Florida, yeah, yeah. It's sense. just like nothing really makes sense. Like right now, it's just like wow. so. If if people are, and people have every right to be confused. I mean, because you know the mayor's saying one thing, the governor's saying another thing. So it's just mm -hmm. like, man, like no one knows what to believe anymore. And I don't really blame them. Yeah. yeah. But, but at the end of the day, it's just like all the information is accessible to us. Yeah. There's, you know? there's no unified leadership anywhere, you know. And it's it's yeah. kind of like we've been seeing what's been going on in Cali and New York. Mm -hmm. Some of it doesn't make sense. They're going to open it up when that, the numbers are crazy. Yeah. That, so it's that was like, another thing too. Like like I saw like. Like I've seen some like I've, I got a lot of friends in Cali and I've seen some like wild house parties out there. Yeah, and oh, I've seen yeah. <laughs> I've seen I've seen wild house parties in Miami too, man. Like people turning like living rooms into nightclubs, selling their living room couch for like ten grand. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like 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 wild. <laughs> so I mean, God like it, it's kind of like it's kind of like a thing that I think more people should to, to, should talk about. Where it's like, man, like these places that are open, do you think they're having? more or less spikes in their numbers comparatively to a place that's holding illegal parties with absolutely zero regulation mm -hmm. and no one's there to tell you like put your mask up or you know we're at we're at half capacity we can't let no barn in no more like you know what i'm saying like it's kind of like it's just it's just a wild time man like it's, did you take extra precautions for super bowl weekend or no yeah i double masked that whole weekend man i double masked the entire weekend and honestly moving forward i'm gonna try to probably still do it it's a little uncomfortable, but I mean, it's for peace of mind. Like, it's worth it. Like, there's, there's a whole new strain out and shit now that I hear yeah. about. I'm like, man, like, this is getting crazy. I re how, I, how many I, hours are you DJing? Like, how many hours are you set? Six hours or? Uh, depends where I'm at. Normally, it's like three. I'll, I'll headline that. I'll, I'll have an opener for me sometimes. Okay. Yeah. I, I recently did a, a a gig this past weekend. And I double masked and shit, and I was and I was spinning. And you know, people were coming up requesting certain things, but they were like, you know, they were being safe. They had a mask too. And uh -huh. then these two dudes just ran into the booth and like grabbed me because they wanted to request something. Uh -huh. And I usually don't flip out, and I fucking flipped out. You know, like the waitresses were shocked, and they were like, "Holy shit!" Yeah. And I was like, "Yo, like the fuck are you touching me? And why yeah. are you walking up to me without a fucking mask?" Yeah. And, and he was like, "Oh," and I was like, "Yo, put on your fucking mask." And then he put on his mask, mm. and then his boy wanted to fight me. And I'm like, yo, like, why would you want to fucking fight with me? And then security walked up and shit. 
Yeah. And he understood, but I was just like, first of all, maybe I shouldn't have gotten that mad, but maybe I shouldn't. Like, I, I didn't really know. I, I was kind of like, damn, man, I probably shouldn't have, like, flipped the fuck out like that, you know? Mm-hmm. But you know, what's wild? you know what's wild to me, though, about that whole situation? Like, just the entire, like, mass debate in yeah. general is, like, like people like you like 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 you just said you're right like people are like adamantly like anti-mask or anti like like they're adamantly like yo you a sucker for wearing one like you a sheep blah 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 like whatever it doesn't matter it's just but it's like yo it's a piece of fucking cloth on your face that don't even affect you bro like why is this why is this even a debate like why why are we even talking about this why is it why are there even anti-maskers i don't even understand that like it don't even affect you bro like what what's 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 the issue here i don't think i don't think those dudes were anti-maskers i think they were just drunk and they were so caught up in the moment you know like mm -hmm. they were i was playing reggaeton and he came up and he was just like hey baboni baboni and i'm like yeah you know Uh, i'm I'm gonna play i'm gonna play your request but he kind of grabbed me in excitement you know pause you know okay, so, but, right. but like um i was just like you know and then normally i would have just been like oh shit you know i maybe would have been vibing with him you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. but he kind of grabbed me and it's like a different time and i was i was mad at mm-hmm. myself because i was like you just and i fucked up i definitely fucked up his night you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah and i he felt like shit guy. yeah because he was excited he was into the music and he grabbed me but i was flipping the fuck out you know but well, better safe than sorry, bro. Fuck I know, man. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know no, for sure. But I definitely you know, felt like a piece of shit. Like I was like, I fucked up his night. You know, I like Bad bro, Bunny I too. Mean, <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> I I feel like I feel like when I when I first started coming back out to to DJ again, very 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 much on the same page. Like yeah, yeah. yo, like don't 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 come anywhere near me. Like I don't want no one in the booth. If anyone does come talk to me, like make sure they have their mask on. I'm telling security that kind of shit. At a certain point. It becomes so disheartening out here because there are so many people that literally do not give a fuck. You're in here. a red state too, right? Florida's yeah, a red Florida, state. Yeah, Florida is a yes. red state. Yeah. So are so you it, are it, you are you a minority? Like as far as the yeah. mask, yeah, yeah, you're like a small percentage that actually thinks that masks help, right? Or like prevent yeah. shit. Yeah. yeah. So that's really disheartening. I was gonna ask you. It's, Damn, yeah, how like tough it is to navigate because I, I I see you on it's, Twitter. It's it's just you know? disheartening, man. Like yeah. it's just like. It's, it's disheartening seeing so many people that, like, don't give a fuck. But at the end of the day, like, I have to tell myself, like I said earlier, like, with or without me, these people are going to be out here. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? I'm not Diplo. Like, you're right. Like, I'm, people aren't buying tickets to come see me. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be out here with or without me here. I think the best thing that I could do in the position that I'm in is let my peers know that, yo, as DJs and as key players in the nightlife scenes, promoters, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Bartenders, like, we should be trying to set an example. You know what I'm saying? I think that's the most important thing yeah. to be doing. If bar- if bartenders are required to wear a mask, why the fuck should the DJ be required to wear a mask? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And some people are just, some. it's disheartening sometimes talking with DJs that just don't think that way. And I'm like, you're you're taking this this ability that we have to work for granted because we've been shut down before. We've been shut down twice before. For, like I said, like the mayor and the governor imposing their own ordinances mm-hmm. and the mayor trying to get around what the governor has said, it ends up shutting down businesses for a while. We've been shut down twice. And I'm like, you don't think this could happen again? Of course it can. You know, like, so the governor made a rule that no businesses were to be shuttered because of COVID. And then what ended up happening was the Department of Business and Labor here in Florida came back around and said that if you're not, if you're not wearing a mask, you can't or something along the lines of uh, no on-site alcohol sales, which basically shuttered clubs, 
but like in a sidestep type of way. Right. You know, like if you, you can't sell alcohol on premise. So restaurants were okay, but anything that had 50% more alcohol, you couldn't sell alcohol mm-hmm. on premise. So it effectively shut her down clubs. And then the other thing that the other time that we got shut down, it was just our mayor going after uh, her mask ordinances and they had some wild, they still have it going on right now, which don't make sense to me where it's like, if you, if you're in a nightclub in Tampa, you have to be seated with a drink in your hand to have your mask off. And then if you're, if you don't, if you're not seated with a drink in your hand, you have to have your mask up. But it's just like, yo, this is just creating so much confusion for people. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? Like sitting down, so like we're playing fucking like musical chairs in the middle of the nightclub. Sometimes it's ridiculous, it, it's, you know? So it's kind of like that in Vegas though, a little bit mm-hmm. where like in Vegas, it's only table reservations. Right. And then like, yeah. if you're, if you're not at your table and you're walking to the bathroom or you're, or you're whatever, you have to have a mask on. Yeah. So, so it's like, it's, it's just creating confusion for people, I think. And it's just like a way for, in my, from what I see, it's the city going after licenses and trying to control this, but in it's really own weird way. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I kind of get it though. And I just think it's one of those. Yeah. I, that, yeah. You're like, we're, we I, all- I, I do. I do kind of get it. Yeah. Cause it's like, you know, at, some someone has to act like a parent here at some point right you know it can't just be me and my dj friends trying to set an example like there needs to be a higher force here mm-hmm. at play but you know at the end of the day it's just like this isn't something that's broad across the spectrum here it's like individual businesses being targeted and it's like well okay this tiny little business got a ticket because they fucked up but this massive club over here doing the same shit they don't get fucked up like yeah. you know what i'm saying like it's just like then people start pointing fingers and it's just, it creates chaos. It's just like, there's no universal, like this is what we're supposed to be doing yeah. type of thing down here. Are the spots that you're DJing at allowing general admission or is it only table reservations? Um, uh, most of them are no. Well, it's like half and half. I've got yeah. a few venues that are tables only. And I got a few venues that are uh, general admission just off the street. Then I got a few venues that are doing like just straight half capacity type stuff. Look, like I said, it just depends. Like people are doing different things. It's it's yeah. funny because these clubs aren't making money because they they're not they're not they're not well the ones in Vegas they're making money because they're not spending as much money on the bigger acts, so they're uh-huh. still getting the table reservations that they want. They're still they're still making a profit even though it, yeah. it was at fifty percent capacity at one point, which was uh-huh. early on. And, you know, they were paying the DJs a little bit less. So their expenses were, like, super down. But they and were their staffing still, is cut in, like, 75% as well. So that's right. another... But they were still uh, making a profit. So they were still doing good. And I, I remember talking yeah. to a few managers, and they're like, I wish we could just open up the bar and just have people at the bar because we would be killing it right now. And it's just it's one of those things where, you know, they already know that their expenses are down. And but they, there's still the revenue coming in. I don't know if it's the same thing in Florida. Maybe the spots are a little bit different. There's not as many bottle service pushing on at the clubs and whatnot. I mean, table service is definitely still really really big out here yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, it's kind of interesting to see where we're gonna go from here because I mean, pretty much for a lack of a better words, like I, I've been telling you guys about how our mayor's been putting on all these ordinances, trying to like do her thing to limit whatever spread is happening. You know what I'm saying? But she pretty much like flip flopped once she heard that Super Bowl was coming to town. Mm-hmm. Once once the Bucks won that last NFC Championship and they were coming to Tampa back home, like 
she pretty much just sold out, which for lack of, that's pretty much what happened. Like her, her ordinances, uh, went from, you know, having, uh, code enforcement out on the streets every night, dipping through clubs and giving out tickets to people that weren't following sitting or standing with a mask on all that crazy stuff Mm -hmm. to, uh, we're going to look at this more from an encouragement point rather than an enforcement point, which basically meant we're not going to check (laughs) y'all. Like, so once Super Bowl came to town, like like I said earlier, yeah, Super Bowl was Super Bowl was crazy out here, man. Like they there was a there was an act booked at pretty much every venue that I know. There were venues popping up in town that I have never heard of before, booking huge acts. Like a bowling alley got rented out here. Like, <laughs> just, oh, wow. like yeah, just yeah, like so. I'm 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 really interested to see what she does like from here on out because. Well, you- Wait, were you going just to work and coming back that was Super Bowl weekend, or did you go to the parade? It's okay, you could be. No, I, I don't do <laughs> shit, man. I, I, if I if I'm not if I'm not getting paid to be outside of the house, it's very rare for me to be outside of the house, mm-hmm. especially doing something indoors. Like I'll hang out with my boys, like on a boat or something like that, or like eat outside, or, or you know at least try to eat outside. But yeah, you know, if, as far as like nightclubs and bars, like no, nah, I don't I don't visit bars or nightclubs if I'm not. There's if I'm gonna if I'm gonna risk being out at least do it for money, man. Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like we're such horse. <laughs> if you yeah, like if you don't mind me asking, are you getting paid close to what you normally get paid, or is it is it yeah, is it about yeah. the same almost pretty much? It's it's exactly the same. That's good. Wow. That's if, good. It's exactly exactly the same, and if not a little bit more in some spots. Oh, Did wow. it go up for Super Bowl weekend? Yeah, pay went up for Super Bowl weekend too. Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's good. Nice. Yeah, it was like it was it was like it was like New Year's times ten out here for Dang. sure. Yeah. You guys, uh you guys been on a rampage for sports, man. The Tampa Bay Rays was in the uh, World Series. I'm sorry uh-huh. the Dodgers beat them. Um <laughs> and the lighting one and then the Buccaneers one. So you guys been yeah. on a rampage. I, were the rules being changed for all these events? Because I'm sure bars were packed out for those games and stuff like that. So like I said, like I feel like our mayor kind of flipped when it came to the hospitality industry, like when her like eagle eye on bars and restaurants and nightclubs and all that kind of like switched to uh, looking at more of like whatever the NFL's like main areas were, because those were going to mm-hmm. be like the televised areas, I guess. I don't know. Like the whole the, the NFL experience and uh, whatever sanctioned events Super Bowl had, there was an ordinance in place where you had to be masked up, even if you were outside at all times. But the wild shit is from what I heard, not a single ticket was actually given out. Damn. So and you would you know think you would make more money with that too, because you know the police quota is being met and the money goes up high. Well, I, it's also yeah. the, the the tourist experience. No one wants to give a tourist a ticket. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like and that, that's that's, that's kind of what I thought too, and yeah. I was that's why I'm like, you know, the she kind of I'm not kind of she did like flip her whole stance on this shit right. once she saw the once she saw the money coming in, and I'm not really too happy about that, but. I mean, it's like, like I said, it's not, it's not ideal, but it also it's like, you know, we're in a capitalist, like this whole country yeah. is built around money. So it's like, I don't, I can, I think with an opportunity like that and for a bunch of businesses to like recoup a bunch of money. It's such a double-edged sword, man. It really yeah. is. Like, I think people, and this is just my opinion. I think people need to kind of try to look at it from every angle before they're quick to judge people that are either yeah. working or, you know what I'm saying? Cause 
there are a few of us like myself included that are trying to take this as responsibly as we possibly can like you know what i'm saying like i'm not even i'm not even saying i'm like fucking perfect like i'm not, you know we're all human like has there been a time where my mask has been down i mean maybe yeah probably but it's up 99% of the time and i have my test results 100% of the time before i go to work so i know for a fact i'm not a contributor to this you know what i'm saying yeah. and i feel like more people, especially in Florida and Atlanta and Texas, all the places that are open should be like that. You know, like we're, we're one of the very few who are still able to work. Yeah. Just, you know, take it seriously, man. You were like, Florida was one of the first places that opened up pretty much. You were working since last year. Was it the summertime when you guys uh-huh. opened up? Like, or like July? We, August? we opened, we opened the late summer and yeah. then we closed down again, like, a month and a half later, two months later, and then we opened back up again. And then one of my other clubs just got shut down like a month, month and a half before Super Bowl, and then they yeah. reopened for Super Bowl. So it's just been like off and on, man. Like it's just like I said, that's that's another reason why. I, yeah, it's basically another reason why I'm so like to at least my peers, like my DJ peers, like yo, like we should be doing everything we possibly can to try to keep this you know, this opportunity we have to work like, and just don't be reckless with it because, mm-hmm. you know, like I, I like working. Um, you know what I'm saying? A lot of DJs would kill to have the opportunity to work. Right. And I, 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 I know that I'm lucky to still be able to do it. Are you, are you one of the, the, the DJs that are working that are hating on the streaming DJs? <laughs> no, I, yeah. I, just, I, mean, I just saw that. I saw that the other day and I was like, who is saying this? I even said something. I was like, Everyone is talking about this right now, but I, I haven't know. seen a single tweet that's been like, yo, fuck streaming. I'm like, like I no, haven't no. seen that. Shout to, shout to Bella Fiasco. I know she's going to mm-hmm. fucking hate me about this, even though I'm breaking her balls. But like, <laughs> <laughs> shout to Bella. We love you, Bella. But Bella <laughs> tweeted out uh, to the effect that like, there, were, there were DJs who were hating on streamers, streaming DJs, which uh, I haven't yeah. really seen. But... I know a bunch of DJs who hate certain streaming DJs, but not all of them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, as a collective. Yeah. yeah. As a collective, as a new platform, I haven't seen that, but I can understand maybe someone came at her. Do you know what I'm saying? And I, I totally understand that shit. But I haven't seen anybody hating on the actual platform of streaming DJs. But I have seen mm-hmm. a lot of motherfuckers hating on certain DJs. So, who so what's, yeah. what's, funny, what's funny about her is like, so you know how like your Twitter timeline will like, show you like what the people you follow like yeah 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 so i actually i haven't i haven't met her and i don't, I don't follow her on twitter yeah. but i I, li- I liked one of her posts like i guess her original post like talking about uh people hating on streaming djs yeah and then i saw i saw more people talking about it and replying and other just other tweets in general like i feel like that one just started the whole thing and i i like made a made my post i was like yeah i don't see no one talking about this and then she like retweeted it and she was like you know people can have conversations outside of twitter and i was just like yeah, all right. <laughs> I was like, okay. Like, I, I gave her the wild thumbs up. I was like, all right, cool. Dude, like, I was spice. Yeah, I know. I was like, I, I was like, yo, I wasn't even like, like, I don't even know how she found that tweet to retweet. She don't follow me either. <laughs> I like it. I mean, I, I like it. Yo, she's she. Um, what do you call it? Like, I, I completely. I yo, I know a lot of dudes who hate certain streaming DJs. You know, and she's killing it on that platform. And she's really doing. All right, here, here's my here's my question though: is like, yeah. what are they saying? Like, what what could they possibly say? So this is this is the conversations that I've heard 
that people tell me, and I'm just kind of like, eh. But like, she's doing really well. She's she's in a handful of a, of of a bunch of DJs who are doing really really well on streaming. Actually, a lot of motherfuckers are doing well on streaming. Even Neva, yeah. you're making a living on streaming. You're doing pretty good. I don't know about yeah. making a living, but you not you're living. Good, yeah, <laughs> you're paying some bills, <laughs> paying a couple of bills. You're making some yeah. money on streaming. So I haven't I haven't met one motherfucker who was taking streaming seriously, not make money. Do you know what I'm saying? So, but mm-hmm. Bella is is doing really really well. So I think when you're doing well and you're at the top, people are just gonna hate, and they're gonna pick you apart and find anything negative that you do and turn it around. You know what I'm saying? Like. So I don't think she's doing anything wrong. I don't think anyone's on streaming's doing anything wrong. I just think when motherfuckers are doing well and they're getting a lot of attention on Twitter, it's only natural for motherfuckers to want to talk shit because maybe they can't achieve that same success. So and wow. I and I see it from a lot of different ways. So I try to see it another way, which is maybe there are dudes or p- some people, some DJs who have really been really been hit hard by the pandemic. You know, have had family members that are sick pass away. Maybe they're going through a, a ton of shit that hasn't allowed them some free time to actually stream. And then they're seeing a bunch of DJs on Twitter just go off on how streaming is the best and all of this. And then I can understand how those dudes can hate. Do you know what I'm saying? So from all angles, I can see how everyone can hate on 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 some this is, someone. This is, this is just like we were saying. It's just the internet, man. Yeah. Like, I've had I've had I've had hate from from DJs locally here in Florida that are just like tearing apart everything that I've been saying on Twitter, just yeah. like 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 I'm sort of some sort of like mass Nazi or some shit. <laughs> I don't even know. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you but you know you know what the funniest thing was is that like you know, I'm not I'm I'm actually I'm so like exhausted of having the conversation about if masks do or don't work. At this point, I'm literally just telling like other DJs that are here in Tampa and other parts of Florida specifically, like. Yo, how about you just wear it so we don't get shut down again? How about that? Yeah. Like, like how about that? Like, just period. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not even going to talk to you about if it works or not anymore because that, that conversation goes nowhere with you. But how about just so we don't close? Because I know you like working. Yeah. Like, so how about that? It's, it's, it's wild, man. People pick apart everything, dude. Like, they really do. do. It's just, it's really exhausting. It's, I'm, I'm exhausted with that mask thing, too. I'm exhausted with a yeah, bunch of, I'm, I'm exhausted with politics. I'm kind of just, mm-hmm. you know, I don't agree with, you know, like, I don't think, I don't think it's productive to just, to just literally curse out politicians on Twitter. Do you know what I'm saying? 100% fuck Donald Trump. But I don't feel yeah, like I'm about, I'm about to say I'll still say my piece on him. Yeah. I've been <laughs> fuck Donald Trump all day, all all you know, all night. I don't give a fuck about him. But for me to actually tweet out fuck Donald Trump out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? Like it, that doesn't make sense to me. Like you know, around him Tuesday at three o'clock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn, like, damn, like, damn, damn yo, I, damn yo, I literally just tweeted that like two days ago. After after the impeachment shit, I literally just tweeted that. I was like, yo, it's still fucked Donald Trump. Yeah, but my, my whole thing is like, why? What do you like? I, I always want to know. So I want to ask you a question. What do you get out of that? Because I don't understand. Like, I would think that I just wouldn't think to put it on Twitter. But you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't. Get you know, it. you know what it is. It's not like we get anything out of it per se. It's just. It's just being frustrated as yeah. all, you know, like just having him escape off a second impeachment. And beyond that, it's like, I mean, now we're getting into fucking politics and we don't need to be here, but right. it's just we like, just it's, we this topic, I know. But. yeah, like, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, it's just not a, it's not a good look for the, well, maybe like break down the relationship with Twitter. Cause I don't understand motherfuckers who put their whole soul 
and everything on Twitter, and they get mad at motherfuckers for responding to everything that they put out. You know what I'm saying? It's like, why did you put uh-huh. that shit out there? It's like, uh-huh. it's like, uh, it's like all of these like rappers that hate on like academics saying that he's contributing to like violence in the streets and in hip hop. But it's all of these rappers that are like snitching on themselves. It. Yeah, it's like uh-huh. you're putting your your crime on the internet, and then you're mad at this motherfucker for reposting you to like a uh-huh. larger audience. It doesn't make sense. Like, don't put your shit on the internet, and it won't be out there. Like, this motherfucker will not have anything to post. You know what's you know what's really funny? Speaking on that topic. Okay, so there's an Instagram page that started as COVID DJs. I don't know who's behind this. Yes. But there's a, there's a COVID I DJ's Instagram yeah, page, yeah, right? I saw it. You saw that, right? I think I saw and, it. Yeah, I, I saw that page like months and months and months ago, like yeah, at yeah. the beginning of the pandemic. And it, the whole page was literally just like, you know, we're outing DJs who are throwing illegal parties and illegal raves and house parties. And right. They're outing promoters and whatever. And then someone made a COVID DJ's Florida page, which didn't really make sense to me only because – Everybody knows that we're open, so it's like, what are you really, mm-hmm. what are you really exposing. outing, like, right, like yeah. exposing? Like everyone knows Florida's open. Like, well, I don't understand what they're exposing. But another homie of mine got blasted on the page. Like they like took his like Instagram movie uh, story, like recorded it and put it on their actual feed, and it was just like him, like not masked up and shit like that. And I was like, yo, man, like this is the kind of shit that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Like whenever I talk my piece about masks, I'm like, I don't actively put videos of myself unmasked. I'm, I'm a- actively masked all the time. Like I, I don't, I don't, I, why would that, why would I, anyone even put that footage of themselves out there? Especially with the fact that these are fighting city ordinances and fighting the mayor to stay open, but you're sitting here giving the city fuel to argue their case like yeah. yo, you work for this club and you're not messed up like what are you doing like and now people grab it and put it on the internet and put people on blast and shit i'm like there's like one simple thing you could have been doing this whole time man like just put your mask on dog like everyone just needs to like really just practice being like tactful about what they're putting on the internet and like on, on social media and that's basically i think that's just basically it especially but, I mean, I think I think I think it should extend to their actual life as well. I think they should be taking it seriously as well, not just for social media, but mm-hmm. in terms of like what we're talking about. Like, yeah, you're not helping argue your case by by blatantly putting out videos of you not giving a fuck. Like, well, like you know I, what I'm saying? That's 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 why that's why people look at Florida so wild. Yeah, because it's it's, it's just like people well, no, out here but, doing that. But Florida, and, Florida is wild though. Let's look. Like, oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Florida, Florida's wild. Florida's wild. Have a track Florida's wild. Yeah, Florida's yeah, wild. Yeah, Florida's yeah. wild. Like, it's like, not just yeah, one thing. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you that. Give you oh, that. Other yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot. Florida's wild. I look at Florida like I'm like, oh shit. Like, what year was this recorded? Like, was this? Yeah. Like, was this 2018? Yes, yesterday. Yesterday. You have to look for clues and shit on the video yeah yeah you know, are you are you born and raised in in, in tampa uh, i was born in baltimore but oh, I moved okay. here when I was oh wow yeah so yeah, how long you been in tampa what how what age did you go to tampa i mean pretty much most of my life i moved here when i was a kid like i want to say like third grade something like that like i was like okay. eight maybe what, seven or something like that what is your background uh, can i ask like what is your background i'm i'm, I'm half chinese half burmese half chinese half burmese yeah okay so you're uh-huh. asian like me. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I I have a question because I, I would, you know, I would travel to, you know, first of all, I would like to say this. I'm surprised we haven't ran each other, you know, in, in, yeah, in the club too, circuit. Man. 
You know, because I, yeah. I would travel a lot. I'm sure you travel. And I would go to Florida very, very often. But I'm, I'm shocked that I never really ran into you. And I will say that. Yeah, it's weird, man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. And I will say Florida has, you know, some of the best DJs I've ever heard. Especially with, especially particularly with nightclub DJing. I, I've seen it. Mm-hmm. In Miami, some of my favorite DJs are from Miami. I've been to Fort Lauderdale and I've heard some, some monsters just like wrecking mm-hmm. that shit. On some yeah. like heavy hitter shit, on some crazy shit, just wrecking a club. Yeah. Like openers and closers opening for me. I'm like, what am I doing here? You're fucking, yeah. you're ripping this shit. Um, but I've noticed that every time I travel outside of Miami to like central Florida or north Florida, there's like, there's this weird, it's like really racist. Like kind of like, there's there's like... There's pockets of like experiences. The thing, where- the, the, the thing with Florida is that if you look at like, if you look at a like county by county map of Florida, yeah, all the major metropolitan cities are all blue and Democrat and culturally diverse, mm-hmm. and it's the other parts of Florida that you have to watch out for. It's everywhere in between all of these places. Okay, you know? I mean my, my, Miami is definitely like. Don't get me wrong. It's definitely like their own little world. Like yeah. it hundred percent is like, I go down there a lot too. Um, but I mean, I feel like, I feel like Tampa's like, you know, it's pretty tiny Miami. It's, it's like, it's more like it's little, little baby brother. Is it? <laughs> Cause I, I went to, I went to like Hollywood. I've DJed in Hollywood. I've DJed in Orlando and literally in Orlando, I've had the opener tell, like I try to get a drink at the bar and the bartenders ignored me and the and cocktail waitresses ignored me. And I, I talked to the opener, the closer, and I was like, yo, I can't get a drink. And he's like, oh, yeah, they're kind of racist here. Let me get you a drink. And then In I, Orlando? Yeah. It, was, it had to really? be. Really? Yeah. It was Orlando or somewhere outside of Orlando. What's another wow. place? What's another? It's not, or maybe it's not Orlando, but it's around there. It's like. Um, uh. Let's just let's just call it Orlando for the sake of this conversation. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I don't want. I, I, I talk to I talk to a lot of my Orlando homies all the time, and I'm always telling them how Orlando's wild as shit. Yeah, yeah. And now it's just ooh, thank, thank, thank you. You said that. No. no <laughs> and I was shocked because he was, you know, I don't want to call him out because I feel like so. You can bleep this out, Jamie. And it, it was like weird when he told me that, and I was like. Oh shit! Like, why are they? And then you know, he got me a drink, and I'm like, so every time I want a drink, I gotta ask you. He's like, yeah, but I got you, I got you. That's kind of fucked up. That's fucked up. Yeah, that's <laughs> fucked up. It was it was so fucked up to a point when I was like, is this- honestly, I, honestly, I wish you would remember the name of this club. Like, I I, did, I, I didn't. And it was, was it Tallahassee, Jacksonville? It maybe it was Jacksonville, but it was like one hey, of those. Okay, okay, on on the on some real shit, I could kind of see that happening more okay. in Jacksonville than okay, Orlando. Okay. <laughs> Because yeah. I think like the further the further you get like north in yeah, Florida, yeah. the further like less Miami it becomes. Mm-hmm. So once you're talking like Jacksonville and the Panhandle and Tallahassee and all that, that's pretty much Alabama. Right, right. Like, okay, Gainesville, okay. maybe. I don't know. I know Gainesville. I remember. I will remember if I was because I would yeah. be a little nervous going to Gainesville. Like just even. Yeah. The <laughs> but like, no, it was. I, I thought he was like trolling me. Like I thought he was fucking with me for a second. You know? Wow. But th- because he would be like, "Yo, it's like, so how do I get paid?" He's like. Let me walk you back there because they might kick you out. 
And I was just like, yo, like he kept. Damn, what bring, the fuck? You said the bitch yeah. cheating? <laughs> yo, was Whoa. Like, why did they book you? you? Did, I know. Yeah, you, 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 why did Suji you? Yeah, that, that, yeah that's, that's the next question. Why'd you get booked there? Yeah. They, see, the they, they didn't see a picture of you before they booked exactly, you? Exactly, right? It was, not on the flyer? It was the weirdest thing because he had to walk me to the back to get paid. And then like... um. And I was just like, the whole time I'm like, is he, is he lying? Like, is he joke? Is he fucking with me? So then I started trying to make eye contact with staff members and being like, yo, what's up, man? Or like, hey, good night. And they would, oh, they wouldn't man. even look at me. They would like ignore me. They would just Did walk you by. See wow. Any other Asian around you? You're like, oh, my brother. Like, no, no, no. Oh, didn't. you were by yourself. <laughs> oh, the, the Asian, the Asian community in Florida is like pretty small. Man. Yeah, it's, there's like, yeah. It's, it's almost impossible to get any good Asian food in Florida. Like it's, I'll, I'll agree with that. Yeah, I'll it's impossible. That, yeah. Like Miami has every kind of good food except Asian. Yeah, I want I want to actually give you uh, props, Koo, uh, because in the early 2010s, you kind of displayed um, Blue Martini a venue, which is just uh-huh. a venue. You displayed them pretty well on YouTube, where you would put up other DJ sets. Yeah, you're editing that. How important was that for you to display that? Like, why did you do it? Like, you just did it out of fun, out of love, or what was the meaning behind that? Because you have, like, I got really, I got, so yeah, I got, I got really, I got really lucky with Blue Martini, and I honestly still miss the fuck out of that gig because it was one of the few instances, and it's really rare where, as a resident DJ, they gave me a two thousand dollar budget every month to do whatever I wanted to. With. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's pretty much like unheard of. This is Blue Martini so, Tampa, like Tampa Blue Martini. It, Tampa. Yeah, it, it it closed down now. It's not there no more. But yeah, yeah. Blue Martini, Blue Martini. There's one in Vegas. There's there's one yeah, all over. The there's yeah, one in like every major city in Florida. There's one in Arizona, Texas, yeah, yeah. Louisiana. They're everywhere. Yeah. But uh, yeah, they 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 got that corporate money. I guess I don't know. They yeah. gave me they gave me a budget. <laughs> they gave me a budget every month to 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 bring in DJs and. I, I looked at it like kind of like how I look at my Monday nights um, as from a promoter's perspective, you know, like I, I like throwing my own parties. It's cool to have that creative control. It's cool to kind of mold and shape the night how you want. You know, it's, it's something that's been more fulfilling for me as a DJ or outside of DJing, should I say, just a different aspect of our nightlife scene that I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I saw a bunch of YouTube. I kind of picked it up from Blue, yeah. Like once they gave me like the two thousand dollar budget, I was like, "Yo, that's what's up, man!" Like now I can bring in out of town DJs, and I, I wanted to treat it as like the night had more precedence over me. You know what I'm saying? Nobody wants to fucking hear me every single Friday. Like Tampa's not a big town. There's only X amount of places you can go. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to hear me every single fucking week. I I think I'm a firm believer that bringing in guest DJs helps to elevate the night in general. Absolutely. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it just adds variety. Like otherwise people get people get sick of my fucking routines, man. Like no, no. <laughs> no, yeah, but you, you you did very well where you displayed Blue Martini like the place to be at Tampa. So that's yeah. what I was like. Jamie, what is this vernacular? What is this new way of talking you're doing right now? Like <laughs> what do you mean? Oh, I'm very educated. This is like uh, the, I'm bringing this is up like, two college degrees finally. This is like <laughs> Jamie. What is this? Like the Jamie, the radio personality. Two like, point oh, baby. I've never, seen, <laughs> I've never seen this Jamie before. Where he's like real know, relaxed. The way you displayed. Yeah, <laughs> like, those are those are, those were good times though, man. I, I brought in a lot of yeah. Five came through too. Yeah. We had seen, we had Grandstone. So basically, oh, shout out to Blue because I had like buddies in the early two thousands that I grew up with that played for the Bucks. 
And they that was their hangout. They were like, it was like Sunday night after a football game, blue martini on the weekends. That was the shit. I remember there was a night, a Friday night, that Jameis Winston couldn't get in because he wasn't dressed apart. They didn't give a fuck. Wow. Yeah, they wouldn't let Jameis Winston in. I was like sitting right That's there in the crazy. front watching him, watching him be denied. I was like, ooh. Look at that was the star quarterback for the Bucks before Tom Brady. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. Is this? I was a guy that saw all the crab legs, bro. <laughs> he look, he oh, looks yeah. like a nerd. Now he's, just, he, now he's a Saints quarterback, but he looks like a nerd. But I get why he didn't let him. Wait, inside. what happened with the crab legs? What are you talking about? With crab he got legs? he got James Winston got caught stealing crab legs from a grocery store out here. Really? Yeah, yeah weird. Something something like that. I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember yeah, he was he, involved. Yeah, he was getting on kind of like weird little dumb shit for some reason. Recently? Bro. Yeah. Recently? No, 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 no a couple no, years no. back. This is, this like, is, at least five years back. ago. Yeah. Yeah, this is a while shit. back. I read online that you had like a crazy like Michael Jordan story. <laughs> you know, with Dar- I think Derek Jeter was involved too. Yeah, that that, that story. <laughs> Dude, tell us. Yes. Let's hear. Uh, so. I mean, he's, MJ. Is, yo, he's I literally mean, preparing himself to tell this story. It's, it's so traumatizing. It's so traumatizing, yo. It's so traumatizing. Yeah, I've never been more like embarrassed and put on the spot ever than in this moment right here. It's like scarred me for life. I could never escape this story. But uh, so, so, so there was a time when Jordan and when Jeter used to live here in Tampa because the Yankees had spring training down here. Um. Uh, Derek Jeter and Michael Jordan used to throw like this golf invitational like thing every single year and it'd be like a week's worth of parties leading up to this golf tournament thing that they they do and I remember one year I was DJing for them at uh, this place called Hyde Park here and uh, Jordan was trashed absolutely <laughs> obliterated obliterated drunk and this is this is pretty Serato this is all vinyl and he came up to me and he asked me for like uh, JT money. He asked me for JT money. Who that? And I was like, all right, cool. I got it for you. And I'm like, as I'm mixing in the next record, he's asked me to play JT money. I'm like, cool. I got it for you. Like, let me just think like, I'll just play this next record and then I'll go grab it. And it'll be the end of that story. Nope. That dude didn't give a fuck. He wanted to hear it now. And he was so wasted. And he just like put his huge fucking hand on the turntable and stop the record. The music just stops, right? <laughs> the, whole, the, whole, the whole club turns around and looks at like, yo, what happened to the music? Like, oh, and then they see it's Jordan there, drunk as shit, in the DJ booth with me, holding the record still on the turntable. And he's just like, find the record. And oh, I was just shit. like, yo, man. Yes. Wow. I was six like, yo, rings. man. And I was he's, like, are you serious, and he's fucking tall. He's towering he's over six, you. He's six. Yeah, he's, he's, he's a big dude. But it just like completely like shattered like every childhood dream or like I had or like vision of this man growing up. You know what right. I'm saying? Like it just completely just shattered it. And I was like, man, like, oh These man, like this words? is Oh, no. So what happened? After, <laughs> what happened after you played the record? Did he just walk away, or did he like? Yeah, I, I found the record. It took me a minute too because it. Well, I don't. I didn't keep JT Money at the front of my crate. Like, yeah. like, yeah, it took me a second to find it. It wasn't like Toronto to type it in. Like, I had it, but it just took me a minute. So there was like this awkward like couple seconds of silence, and then Jordan standing there, and then me just. It was so weird, man. And then I found it. <laughs> I played it. He took his hand off, and he walked away. And that was it. My oh, entire wow. Michael, Michael Jordan interaction. And I was just Damn, like, no tips. Uh, no thank you. No tips. No nothing. 
Eddie Yo, speaking. You know what? Spe- now that I'm on this Jordan shit talk rant. <laughs> speaking, speaking, speaking of tips, let me just tell you. So, like I said, they they did this party for like a couple years in a row, and every single bottle server hated Jordan. They hated him because he yeah. never tipped. Ever tipped. Same, same in Las Vegas. He used to come out here to party, and he used to, the staff used to complain about him because he never. Yeah. Never tip, bro. The whole staff never pay for the fucking bottles. <laughs> no, never pay yeah. for the bottles and never tip. And then if the question was even remotely brought up, it was all these people are here because of me. I don't got to pay shit type mm-hmm. of thing. Oh, wow. Damn, you know, Jordan. Like, damn. That's a very Jordan uh, way to handle oh, yeah. things. Honestly, honestly, if you, I mean, we're, we're all in the industry here. If you talk to any bartender, any server that has dealt with him before, I bet you all these stories will be the same. Yeah. Like, just like you said, Neva, like, it's this is his thing. This is what he does. Yeah, but that's that's a stigma on all athletes. A lot of athletes that they never tip. Like no yeah. athletes. That's tip. not true. That's not that's not true because I've played for a couple of athletes that have been cool as shit. Yeah, there's some cool there's shit. some that are that yeah. understand that shit. But a lot yeah. of athletes yeah. there's like in in the industry. Like yeah. there was in New York, they used to talk shit about Derek Jeter because Derek Jeter mm-hmm. never tipped. Like he would. Well, Derek Jeter. Yeah, I've met. I've met Jeter. Jeter yeah. is cool as shit. Actually, he's actually a really nice dude. I've met him. Before. I've heard he's a great guy, but he doesn't tip. Like, great dude. He doesn't tip. <laughs> I don't know about yeah. I I, I I haven't been around him to, to witness that. I remember, I remember like <laughs> BJ Upton. BJ Upton gave me seven hundred and fifty dollars one night to oh, play. Wow. He gave me seven hundred fifty dollars. So he goes play hip hop for the rest of the night. It was like one thirty in the morning. We closed at three out here. It was only like an hour, hour and a half left in the night, and I was like, well. You just paid me more than I'm making tonight, so you're the fucking boss. What's up? <laughs> I, play, I played hip hop for the last hour. Yeah, I was like, all right, yeah, man, like, yeah. So we with, with the there, are, there, there, there are some cool athletes. I, I remember talking to the staff, and the staff would break it all down on why athletes are so like entitled and they never tip. Is because if they're a dope athlete from high school, they're given everything. They're given sneakers. They're given cars. They're given scholarships. They're given everything. So, so when they're at a club, they just kind of see it as like, oh, this is, you know, this is what I get as an athlete. This is part of mm-hmm. the whole thing. And then later they learn to like tip maybe later, like someone tells them what the fuck to do. But it's part of that thing where they're just constantly given everything from. Yeah, and they don't, they don't completely understand the etiquette. Right. Of yeah. Tip or what it is to be generous and how, because you, you're just con- like cricket say you're constantly handed everything. Unless they've, unless they've like maybe had parents who've worked in the service industry. Do you know what I'm saying? Or That's if they understand that, that whole shit, but a lot of them, they don't get it, you know? And I think mm-hmm. Jordan is, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Jordan. I only know about Jordan is I've always seen him fucked up in Vegas and wherever he is, you're bound to see Oakley, right? Barkley. <laughs> Barkley. Did you see Oakley that night? Was Oakley behind you too? Did o- Charles Oakley cool? Honestly, <laughs> honestly, I, I could have been in like tunnel vision the entire night because once that happened, like the whole room disappeared for me. Oh. Like once, once that happened, I was just like, oh my God, Michael Jordan is fucking with me right now. Right. Like, he just what, what, do I, what do I do? Like, I don't even know what to do. I froze for a second. I was just like, oh, shit. His hand is on the turntable. Like, oh, man. Like, what do I do? Like, Did he have his rings on? <laughs> about to ask that, too. <laughs> no, like, his hands with the ring. A championship uh, ring. Uh, were you able to recover from that night? Were you able to, like, just get back into the groove and, like, enjoy the night? Or was that just, that shit just fucked up your whole night? It fucked up my whole night. Yeah. It definitely fucked up it's my whole so night. so fucking Because, like I said, like I said, man, like, I... I 
everyone grew up on Michael Jordan, man. Yeah. Like he's like this this is this is Space Jam. Like yeah. everyone grew up on this dude. Like he just like, ruined every single like thought or dream I had of this guy in like a in a couple of seconds. I was like shit. Like, man, Kobe Bryant can't I, beat you, actually. <laughs> bro, but the thing was, I was so hyped, My too. Like, this was one of those This was one of those gigs that I was like, like like you said earlier, like I was stunting on this gig. I was like, I'm DJing Jordan's party. Right. Like, what's up? And, and, I, and then it happens, and the worst possible shit happens. I was like, yeah. all right, I'm never I'm never DJing for this guy again. Yeah, I'm just, and I, and I'm, I did. I'm just imagining this motherfucker, like, getting texts the next day, like, yo, how was the Jordan party? He's going to be like, well, <laughs> yeah. There's other times like I'll, I'll give you here. I'll give you I'll give you a Super Bowl story. Uh, I I didn't choose to. I got booked with Lil Pump. I don't fuck with that dude. You mean yeah. Lil Pimp? <laughs> I call I called him Lil Pimp on the mic. I don't think he noticed though. <laughs> but he was I mean he was pretty awful though man like I just, I'm just not a fan of his stuff but he was just real unprofessional about it too like he's right. one of those artists that like didn't like he, they were supposed to do like a couple songs in the club and he didn't give me like what songs he wanted to do so I'm just like going off the top of my dome like oh wow all right what what am I gonna play for this guy basically because he's supposed to do like three or four songs but he didn't say shit to the DJs he didn't say shit to me so I did like Gucci Gang and like Cornell and I love it. And I was like, all right, those are his top three biggest songs as far as I'm concerned, right? Mm-hmm. And then he was like, play more, play more, play more. And I was like, in the back of my head, I was going, what other fucking songs do you have that are going to get this place <laughs> popping right now? Like, he was like, yo, play my B-sides. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. I ended up playing like, I ended up playing D-Rose, but still, it was just like, wait. that was one of those celebrity interactions that I just like, it didn't go right, but I didn't care because I was like, oh, about this dude. Wait, wait, when was this? Was this recently? This was Super Bowl weekend. This oh was shit! This just happened. Yeah, that's fucking nuts. Yeah, damn, Lil Pump got booked. <laughs> that's yeah. that's that's the yeah. more crazy thing, isn't it? <laughs> that he got booked. <laughs> but I mean, it's wild. People people still came out to see him, man. That's well, he's a Florida boy, so I can kind of see it. Uh, is, where is he from? Is he, is he from? He's from Orlando, I believe. Orlando, right? okay. The Cuban yeah. kid too. Sorry. I thought he was from Miami, but I don't know. I don't, yeah, I think uh, he was South Florida. That's fucking. I don't weird. know that. That dude, that dude is mad cornball. So I didn't, I don't even pay attention to that dude. <laughs> you know, so when I saw that I was, I saw I was booked him, and I was like, oh man, damn it! <laughs> I've, I've been out here talking all this shit about Trump, and now this fucking guy got booked on this night with me. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny but. because when you work at the clubs like that, and, you, and you know, you're a real working club DJ, when you're in a club like that, it's really hard to get unfazed because you've yeah. just been through so many disasters and. Cons- and catastrophes in the club. So it's like after a certain amount of years, you're just like nothing can kind of phase you or take you out of your element when you're DJing. And then, mm-hmm. and a lot of dudes, a lot of DJs that I talk to, like new and young DJs come up, they, they want to go into clubs and they get frazzled so quickly. They get really frazzled. They don't understand. Like you really need to put in that, those years, those three to five years to really just be good under pressure. And to know how mm-hmm. to like deal with all of these catastrophes and not get phased, and that's why some of these OGs or some of these other dudes are steadily working in these clubs because there's constantly there's something going wrong constantly. The mic, the mixer, the sound, the performance. Every time there's a performance, I'm like, oh my god, what's gonna happen now, right? This guy's gonna come late. I can't, I can't, you know? I can't stress that enough, man. Yeah. I was playing, I was playing like basically like. 
tech dude for some of these DJs that came to town right. to DJ that they couldn't hook their Serato up. Like, yeah. You, and it's really right, tough like, when you have like an artist that just kind of like maybe put their boy on and he's the, the tour DJ uh-huh. and you got to deal with that dude and he probably has yeah. no idea what he's doing. And you, yeah, you kind of like you said, you have to end up becoming like tech dude slash like yeah. you have to like kind of like alleviate the whole situation and almost do a show for him. And I've been that's pretty much, yeah, it's pretty much, yeah. <laughs> oh, what do you call it? I actually wanted to congratulate you because I, I think you got married like last year, like right before the pandemic, right? Literally right before, like two weeks before lockdown. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got like it was you got crazy. married in the beginning of March, and I think your anniversary is coming up. Your one year anniversary, right? Yeah, March March first. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. Because I was thinking, crazy. yeah, we, we 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 yeah. Thank you. We never got to go on our honeymoon though, or nothing nothing like I that. I was gonna man. ask. Was, I was gonna was ask wedding, about that. Straight yeah. into lockdown. Straight, straight into lockdown. It's such a shame. And I, I was thinking, uh, I was when I was reading about that, like you just got married and the pandemic started. I was like, what uh-huh. a test to a, a like to a bunch of newlyweds, right? To just go immediately into a pandemic and quarantine yeah. with your new wife. No honeymoon, no nothing, right? Just go straight no, into no. that situation. And then like financial crisis, like all kinds of shit. Like it's all tested. kinds of shit. Yeah. <laughs> all kinds all of shit. Kinds of shit yeah. In your first year of marriage <laughs> for all of that shit Stop. to just 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 fall on you guys as Out soon as you got married. Yeah. yeah. I was just thinking that whole Definitely. thing. It's crazy. It was it was absolutely crazy, but honestly, like, like my my girl and I have been together for ten years now. Yeah. So, honestly, marriage wasn't anything like super new, or like I don't I don't think a whole lot changed. To be honest, I think her and I were just grateful that we were able to gather with all of our friends like before we got into lockdown. So we went into lockdown, but we had just finished seeing literally all of our friends. Yeah. So that was that was cool. That was it was a, it was it was a blessing. That's dope. For sure. How was your Valentine's Day? How was your Valentine's Day? <laughs> um, wait, wait. And, Valentine's Day. And I'm asking from four four guys who didn't really celebrate Valentine's Day. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. I, I'm, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to celebrate on Wednesday. Me and my wife are going to go to dinner on Wednesday because okay. she, she worked last night. Okay. So we just we just chilled. We didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Instead, what, I mean, once you're in a relationship for like 10 years, like you start doing these things to do what works for you as opposed to like making shit happen just because it's right valentine's day like it's just another day for us you know what i'm saying yeah, yeah. every well, day is valentine's we'll, day huh we'll, we'll celebrate it but we're not gonna stress ourselves out celebrating yeah. it like i'm not gonna fight the dinner reservation rush or all that shit like right, no, right. we'll just do it on our own time mm-hmm. like it's it's chill that's a very it's industry cool. way of doing shit though right like kind of doing it to avoid all the crowds and all of the like the fucking cornballs and tourists who are trying yeah. to get it all yeah. done in that one day yeah. I, just, I just think it's, it's like, all but, it, but it's, it's also it's also just the fact that we're in a pandemic too though you know like yeah yeah we don't need to be going out to eat with everyone on the same day like mm-hmm. nah, we'll go in the middle of the week <laughs> oh yeah. man well i hope that you have a wife that understands that as well yeah I feel like some people aren't honestly saying. i i gave i gave all the credit to my wife man because she is she's been on top of covid uh honestly like way heavier than i have she schedules our tests every single week so i i couldn't do it without her to be honest with you that's dope. That's amazing. Yeah, that's dope. dope. Yeah, I've seen a lot of like of my boys kind of break up with their girls during the pandemic and quarantine and everything. <laughs> so it's good to see. It's good to see some newlyweds power through and make it to their first anniversary. It's, you know, it's honestly like the other the other part of the pandemic that a lot of people don't talk about is like the uh, like the mental aspect of it. You know, yeah. like your mental health and being 
shut off and closed off from so many people or all your friends, like basically for the past 12 months, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Like it's, it, it does a number on you. Like I definitely reached a point where, you know, I, I'm not even afraid to say that I was like depressed. Like, and as soon as we were able to go back to work, it did wonders for me, man. Like being able to interact with people and see people smile and just be around friends and do what I love. Like it did a lot for me mentally, a hundred percent. I'm not going to ever try to hide that. Like, you know, I, I definitely sympathize and, and feel for people that are, are unable to work, you know? So it, it, there, there is an upside to it that no one's really talking about. I have a question. If you don't mind me asking, um, what were some of the things you were going through that kind of put you into a depression? Like what was, what was it that you were concerned with? Just like, I didn't really realize like how much, like I th- you think you're an introvert until you're like actually cut off from people. Mm. And then days and weeks and months and months go by. And it's just you and your house just by yourself. Not going from the lifestyle that we all had as DJs to that is so like, it's so 180 that the adjustment sometimes isn't there. And I didn't get adjusted to it too easily. You know, like I missed hanging out with my friends. I missed going out to eat. Like I miss doing just normal shit. And it just, I hit this point. I remember one time where I was just like, you're like, I don't care. Like, I don't give a fuck. I just want to go see my friends. Like I want to hang out. And, you know, luckily my wife was there to kind of ground me and bring me back down to reality and remind me of, you know, what's more important, which is why, like, so when Florida opened up, like her and I had a long conversation about whether or not I was going to go back to work and whether or not it was a smart thing to do. And besides the mental health aspect, uh, the financial aspect of it also was a, was a factor because unemployment for a lot of people in Florida ran out months ago. The first thing they ask you when you're applying for unemployment is has COVID-19 affected your ability to work? Mm-hmm. And now that everything's open, no, it hasn't. <laughs> you have no excuse now, you know. Man, so that was that was that was that was an issue too. But she, her, and I talked it out, talked it out, and 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 we came to the basically the routine that we're doing now, where I am going, I'm doing as much as I possibly can to make sure that I am not contributing to to this in a, in a negative way, you know. So if I want to work, I have to make the sacrifices in my own life, whether it's being double masked up, masked up all the time, taking tests every single week, not going out unless you're getting paid, like only for necessities, basically. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not the same as it was. Like I, I wouldn't say like the way that I'm living is the exact same as it was before uh, coronavirus. It definitely isn't for sure. Yeah. Like I was wilding out way more and just, you know, now it's I'm, I'm always mindful to, you know, stay masked up and, I've switched to like just shots now. So if I'm drinking, it just comes out for one second and then it goes back up. I'm not sipping on anything anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that has changed. So I feel like right now on the East coast, right? I feel like mm-hmm. Florida is the pulse of nightlife for the East coast right now. A lot of New Yorkers are yeah. going down there. You know, so- yeah, we got, we got a, we got a couple here in Tampa. Yeah. Out of speculation, where do you think this is going to go? Where do you think nightlife is going to go? You think you think you guys are going to be opening up one hundred percent by by the fall? If you were if you were going to just kind of put it out there, like and guess, man. See, I, I can't even answer that because, like I said, every city in Florida is doing something different. Right. Miami's got Miami's got their curfew. We don't got a curfew. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tampa's got COVID ordinances where you got to be sitting down to have a 
yeah, yeah. drink and have you have to have your mask if you're standing up. And technically, we're not supposed to be having dance floors. So they, what they're what these clubs are doing, they're putting tables in the middle of the dance floor now. Yeah. But then then there's then there's cities like Orlando that there are like zero rules. Oh. You know, so it, it just depends. Like I can't. Florida is so like nobody's on the same page out here, and it's kind of hard to predict where it's going to go. But what I do see happening right now is I am seeing like what we just talked about. A lot of DJs are moving now. They're moving from where they live to Florida, to Texas, to Atlanta to get work now because where they're at, there's no work. Really? Like I haven't, I haven't seen any DJs moving to Florida. Is that really what you've seen? Wow. In Tampa? Yeah, I've got, I, I can, I can, yeah, there's like three or four new guys here in Tampa. From there's where? a bunch in Miami. From where? From got guy, got guys from New York. Um, I got a homie from Minneapolis. I moved to Texas. Uh, guys from parts of Georgia that moved down here because we were more open than Atlanta at the time. Yeah, it's just I I, I see that happening and. I don't know what's going to come of that just because there's, but is the work there? Is there, is there work for them or are they just yes and no, right? Mostly no. Like I've, I've like the first guy that moved here from New York, I helped him out and I kind of got him into Mm -hmm. some spots and then he's kind of started waiting the water on his own now. But then there's other guys and other guys. And I'm like, yo, this is now a thing now where I'm like, I can't help everybody, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I, I'd love to show love to everyone, but at the end of the day, like if we're the only three spots that are open, Texas, Atlanta, and Florida, there's only so many people that we can take. You know what I'm saying? There's only so many clubs that these people can DJ at. At some point, it's going to get way too oversaturated. And I think that's going to affect our nightlife here more than – not more, but I can answer that before I can answer where it's going to go like in terms of like COVID regulations. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no I, I think it's interesting, but I, I also think streaming – like for DJs was a great fucking option for a ton of DJs who couldn't get into the clubs. And like, and uh-huh. it's a very yeah. realistic option. And I was talking to Jamie last night a little bit about it. I think if anything, it, it won't be so saturated the club scene as it was before with all of these DJs trying to get in because a lot of these DJs are making more money on, on Twitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Yeah. That, 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 that's a whole, that's a whole different side of that uh, yeah. topic. I was just answering, I was just answering for Florida, but for sure yeah, yeah. streaming and, and on a, on a, like a, a national scale for sure. I think streaming is going to elevate a lot of people mm-hmm. that weren't as elevated before because they're the community on Twitch is wild, man. Like, yeah, it really is its own little world on there. It really yeah. is. I feel like we're not, I'm not on there as much as I, as I would like to be, because I would actually like to, but it's just been kind of crazy on our side. But uh, yeah, it does feel like I do feel a little left out sometimes because I'm like, wait, what happened? Like, what what happened with this with this one Twitch? Man, like, yeah, you know, like you see on Twitter, you're you're, you're, you're telling me, man, because <laughs> I'm 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 not I'm not active right on Twitch, but we've been we're back to work work right. You know? So it's like. It feels like not that it's not, it's not it's not that I'm against it. It's just like man, like uh, now that I'm back to work, it's let's just it's just like another thing to worry about that I'm I'm worried about clubs right now. You know, you know what, what it, it feels like? I feel like we're we were all working in the same department, and then all of a sudden the departments moved. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then yeah, like, yeah. And then like and then like a Twitch department, you know, expanded to another building, 
And then like you kind of meet up with, you know, your old peoples in there that's like, oh man, that's you know, this happened and this happened. You're like, oh shit, mm-hmm. like I didn't see that because I was over here in, in my department. So it's like yeah. I think <laughs> I just think it's funny because I'd be like, yo, what the fuck's going on? What happened? What what was this? What is that? Do you do you get do you like get a bug to want to stream at all or not really? I did. Like so when the lockdowns like first started uh back in like yeah, last March, like a year ago. Yeah. I was streaming, but at the time it was Instagram. Mm-hmm. I was streaming heavy on Instagram when we first got into lockdown. But I didn't hop on the Twitch train because by the time the Twitch train, the Twitch bandwagon just, like took off or whatever, like started popping off, like we were already back to work at that point. Right, right. So that's really the only reason I haven't been on Twitch. I had a question for you, Cool. Like, do you think that the Twitch kind of like what is going on you think it'll translate into the clubs kind of like how like people were booking red bull three star djs like that was like a thing do you think like these people having success on twitch will actually get like some love in the club like from managers when to book them that's a really good question and i think that kind of depends on what kind of content they're putting out you know a lot of people are playing like and i as a as an artist and as a creative i love seeing the eclectic sets on there and people playing what they want to play but I, I don't know how that would necessarily translate to like someone who books for clubs, mm-hmm. should I say? You know, I kind of I think it kind of depends on what they're what they're putting out there, though. I don't know. But then again, like there's guys that are just building their own little niche that right. they're they might not even need that. Like look at Zach. Zach Zach's shit has taken off. Like yeah, four colors. You know, he's he's yeah he's built his own whole little niche on that thing, and yeah. it's just like it's a show. It's a show. <laughs> you know, more than it is just watching a DJ stream. It's a whole show now. It's funny because so, I, I was talking to somebody and I was trying to describe it. And it basically, I realized like, yo, this is like the new MTV because like, yeah, right. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. the new MTV. It's new BT. The DJ is like a VJ, but they also, they have their own music show. It's like downtown. Julie Brown had her own show. Like, you know, yeah. remember like hits from the streets, you know, like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> remember all that shit on <laughs> BT. You know, like, yeah, yeah. It, like, and BT had like, remember they had like the dance hall show. I forgot what that that uh, Caribbean rhythm, Caribbean rhythm, yeah, yeah, with yeah. Rachel, yeah. So I'm like, yeah, yeah. Every, like, it almost feels like new music television where the DJs are the VJ because they're hosting, yeah. And then there's like an interaction element. It's like a, you know, so uh-huh. I was, I was like, yo, this is like the new MTV, like, and I started realizing it because I was like, the four color Zach, that that is something I would have seen on MTV. Like, yeah, that's much. some crazy shit I would have seen on MTV, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I think it's dope, man. Um, uh, what do you call it? I have a, When you were doing IG Live, did you do it out of uh, interest or, like, kind of, like, a, a feel of desperation? Like, uh, like, oh, shit, I better hop on this, you know? And- I did it. I did it out of a sense. I did it under the impression that we were only going to be locked down for a month, two yeah. months. And this was just going to hold people over and keep people happy right. for those, you know, a month or two that we were supposed to be locked down. Mm-hmm. But I will say during that time, like is when I started to get way more like aware of how Florida was going to be acting towards this coronavirus, because that's literally the first month or two, like there were still DJs out here taking work, playing house parties, playing venues that wow. weren't supposed to be open. Right. Like the rest of the city is locked down and these guys are still out here doing shit and that that kind of shit started to dishearten me and then all the people that you know we see in florida that just either like just straight up don't believe in mass or just think that the virus is fake or all that shit is so disheartening so 
And that's, I think that contributed to me kind of like getting really depressed. Like after that point, once, once we got back to work, it was my mental health got better, but all that kind of shit just definitely played it, played a part into it for sure. Yeah, man. I always wondered like the Tampa scene. Cause I, I don't think I've ever DJed in Tampa and I've been almost, I've been to several, you know, different cities in Florida, but mm-hmm. I, I haven't really been in Tampa. So I was, I, was I love Tampa, man. I absolutely love Tampa. What, what I love the, our is, scene here. What is the Tampa scene? Because I, you know, Fort Lauderdale. I kind of always think of Fort Lauderdale as like you know, you know, spring break, all of that shit. Kind of a party mm-hmm. town, more of like a college town compared to like a Miami. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What What is yeah. the Tampa? What would you describe over there? Uh, I'd say like we're kind of like a we're like a little Miami. We're like a a more manageable Miami. I feel like. <laughs> what does that mean? Like like. Miami? What what is more manageable? Like 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 Miami Miami is so full of life and it's such a huge city and it's so eclectic and it's so diverse. Yeah. But the problem with Miami sometimes is you can't turn Miami off. You know? Mm-hmm. Yep. Like like Tampa Tampa's like still it's chill when you want it to be chill, it's turn up when you want it to be turn up. You know? We got we got like our own like little like our, our little rap scene here with joke music. This guy that uh, from here, Ellie the Goat, just got signed to Jermaine Dupri's label. He got a remix with Rick Ross out right now. Like wow. people are really people are really behind him. But it feels like that like small hometown kind of pride kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like people 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 love this city, man. Like I love Tampa. Tampa's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't live anywhere else in Florida, man. Is it? I more, love it here. I mean, is it kind of like Miami with the with the, with the music scene? Like a lot of down south. Yeah, like, music wise, pretty, pretty much similar. Pretty yeah. similar. Yeah, pretty similar, but we got, we got like our, so what was cool about this was like, so we had like hella big DJs in town. Like I, I DJed with like Funkmaster Flex for Super Bowl two. And like, mm. um, we had like reach here at one of the clubs, uh, nice. bunch of whatever, but like, so all these out, out of town DJs would come here and play like the headlining sets and the, and the, and the most popular records ever. So whenever I would go on either after them or before them, I would play like straight tampa rap set and it would pop off you know because we we got a whole catalog we got a whole swag down here tampa jerk music like wait wait, wait. It, so explain that it, what, it, what is the tampa what is the tampa set i want to i want to know now i feel like tampa tampa jerk music is kind of like a mix between like new orleans bounce and miami booty bass it's like 110 cowbell i think i feel like tampa's probably tampa's biggest hit was probably kaya my neck my back mm-hmm. when that came out she's from here but we don't really claim her no more though, because when she blew up, she she she, <laughs> she she claimed that she was from Miami when she got on BET. The That's first so time. weird. Everyone, yeah, we I was from Miami. Yeah. Everybody was like, "No." Nah. Everyone in Florida was like, "What?" <laughs> like, no. Nah. Oh man, that's oh, funny. So man. she she kind of got excommunicated from here, to be honest with you. But I love it. It's like a different world, man. And it's just it's just a little bit central in Florida, like a little bit away from Miami, and it's this whole different world. I love it. Yeah, definitely, definitely for sure. Yeah. But, <clears throat> yeah, I, I don't. I don't even like comparing like Tampa to Miami, though. You know, like it's no. my, Miami is its own animal, man. It, yeah. it is, and I love Miami, but we're we're our own thing here. And yo, um, <clears throat> you guys have any more questions or anything? Or no, I think we good. Yeah, I mean, let me let me let me ask you something though. Like, how how are you guys doing? Like, you guys are all in Vegas, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. pretty much. How how are you guys doing with like with COVID and? and are, are any of you guys back to work? Yeah, we're kind of at the mercy of the capacity rules. So we, we're working, but definitely not as much as we were pre, pre-COVID. pre So for me, I'm working maybe like twice a month. Uh-huh. And it's, it's literally because of the 25% capacity. Like they're they're trying to lift that, I think, 
today starts 30% and I think in another two weeks it's going to go back to 50. So I think that'll help dictate, that'll help dictate a lot of gigs. Uh, in the so, season. so like when you guys are, when you say 30% capacity, are they just not, not using DJs? Is that what's happening? Um, I, I think it's 25%. It was like 25% capacity. And at 50%, I think they had a budget. They were able to make enough money to afford a DJ. And then I think with 25%, it's hard to have a budget for a DJ. Because yeah. yeah, because the twenty five percent capacity includes the staff. Do you know what I'm saying? So right. it's hard to mm-hmm. like make money. So I think they're barely breaking even at twenty five percent capacity. But, do they do, do they have do they have like rules for you guys where you need to be like masked up and everything like when I mean, you're working yeah, or when you're in the building? Pretty the, much. The great yeah. thing about Vegas is they're strict as fuck. You know they they they're like they've got it all down and everything. Everyone yeah. is like super mm-hmm. super safe. Yeah. And so yeah. they're, they're super on top of it. They're not fucking around in Vegas. Especially because um, yeah. most yeah. things are in a casino. So because of gaming yeah. and they got to, they want to protect gaming and mm-hmm. hospitality. They're really strict with um, temperature checks. Uh, you know, they have like a glass up for, uh, for gaming. Like if you're playing blackjack, there's a, a fiberglass window in between you and the next person. Mm-hmm. And then restaurants, everything's reservation only. Like there's no walk-up traffic whatsoever. And even the yeah. bars, you have to have a reservation. Everything's really strict. See, this is this is how whenever I talk to homies like around the country, they they tell me how strict their hospitality scene is, especially with like obviously with just like restaurants and some places have bars open, yeah, um, and like little lounges and shit like that. But everyone is like, most other places are really strict and they're on top of it. You know, it's like this is the part of the shit that I I don't like about Florida though. It's just like as I was saying earlier, it's so there's so much non agreement in what we should be doing that which is why I'm so vocal about, you know, trying to be as responsible as possible. Right. Cause all, all eyes are, all eyes are on us and nobody wants to fucking see us abusing it and looking like a bunch of idiots while we're given the opportunity to do so, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I will, I will say that, you know, from what you, from what you like display on Twitter and what you tweet out, you know, it's, I think it's very apparent that you're being, extremely responsible to the point where you know i was uh it motivated me to be even more responsible about certain things that i was doing and Uh and how and how i would approach going back to work you know if i was gonna start djing weekly like you like i started researching you know where to get the covid test faster you know what was around blah blah blah, like after seeing your tweets so like that was one of those things where i i really commended you and i and I want to, you know, I want to give you props on how you've been handling this whole thing. And I think thank you. you've been doing yeah, it really you. well. And, you know, if you have, you thank know, you. if you have those Tom Cruise moments where you have your rants and shit when you're going off on motherfuckers, it's, I think it's totally understandable. You know, it's like, it's not yeah. an easy thing to navigate through. And, and for business owners, I think it's the mm-hmm. same thing. It's not easy to keep your employees happy, to keep them paid, to take care of them and take care of yourself as well. It's really tricky, you know? I think I think the worst part about this whole situation and, and just me speaking out on it though is that like I like not even joking like legit have just like lost friends over this shit because you know people like I said they take your words and they they twist them into some some wild shit to re- reflect their own personal uh, mo or whatever you want to call it you know what I'm saying like it sucks it sucks but at the end of the day it's like. Yeah, this shit is way more important than me or you or it's about everybody. You know, yeah. it's about our entire it's about our entire community. It's about our entire scene, to be real with you. 
Like if we're all the way open and we fuck this whole shit up, like who's to say if we're ever going to open back up again, if they shut us down, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like nobody wants that. It's funny. So it's either yeah. you, 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 you try to do your part and make sure that the scene needs to be, you know, pushed in the way it needs to go. Otherwise we'll all lose it for maybe ever. Like who knows? Like shit's yeah. crazy out here. It's crazy because I really haven't been like nobody in my circle, you know, thankfully has been like anti mask at all. You know what I'm saying? I, oh, oh I, man. But you know, like, you're lucky. Know. You are, you are lucky. <laughs> like, you I, are lucky. Cause that, that conversation is fucking exhausting. I know it is. It is. But it's like, I I don't know. Like, I don't know about the, the rest of my, you know, the fellows on the podcast, but I, I, a lot of people are, you know, following masks and shit and they believe in that shit and then maybe you know i don't i don't think i had a ton of people i was conversing with or a bunch of people that you know i have a pretty tight circle pause but i'm Mm -hmm. just saying like yeah i haven't really encountered that to to a certain degree i don't you know so oh man i have yeah living 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 out here i definitely have i think it's it's the same thing goes for the you know with politics and the whole you know i've been on the same page about politics covid with pretty much everyone into my circle, you know, and it, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I don't, I don't, maybe, you know, you know, I, you know, I don't know, man. Maybe I just don't understand, like, you know, the, I, I do understand what you, what you're going through, but, you know, it's just one of those things where it's not, I don't really understand because I'm not dealing with it. You know what I'm saying? But I think, I think also another way that I look at it is when this shit is all over and done with, when coronavirus is behind us yeah. and things are, attempting to come back to normal what, whatever your view on mass and coronavirus in general are i would rather be able to say at the end of this that i was proactive about it right instead mm-hmm. of not mm-hmm. you know whether these masks worked whether testing worked or not at least i could say that i didn't sit by and did right and was one of those motherfuckers that did nothing you know mm-hmm. and that's gonna Help me sleep better at night. For sure. And and I think in the end, I think we all agree, I'd rather be cautious, wear a mask, and then two all years right. later have motherfuckers say like, hey, you didn't you didn't need to wear a mask and be like, I don't really give a fuck. I just did it anyway. And it, yeah, I just did it anyways, bro. That's what I, t- I tell yeah. these people all the time, like, this shit don't hurt me, bro. It's just right. a fucking piece of, it's a cloth on your face, bro. What are you complaining right. about? Like, I know. Like, it ain't that serious. I'm, I'm telling you, man. And it's, and it's like the least little tiny thing you could do. And people are still like, nah. I'm like, bro, come on, man. I know. <laughs> well, c- cool, man. We, you know, I commend you. The DJ community uh, commends you. I think, you know, I'm glad to see you go back to work. I'm sad. I'm, I'm not sad. I'm glad to see you, you know, thriving or not thriving, surviving, getting through this, and and doing it safely, and you know, representing, uh, you know, representing it in in a very positive, and cautious and safe way on on the internet and social media, and stuff, and uh. You know, that, I, that was a horrible way of saying it, but I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but yeah, basically, you know, you we know give what you props. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I, 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 we, we yeah. showing you love. We showing you love. We yeah. salute you, bro. We salute you. That was horrible. What after that? I was getting in my Jamie. I, 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 I was my Jamie nah, radio personality. Let, you know? let me get to it. Give me your flowers. Yeah, he's trying to give me your flowers. He's like, 
No, I appreciate you guys having me and, yeah. and letting me speak, speak my piece on here. Because no, I think I think more I think more people I think more people need to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. we do have a responsibility. We're 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 key figures when it comes to this nightlife stuff. Yeah, and we should we should be doing the most we can. And, and so I, I pre- and, and appreciate I, you guys. I appreciate you, and I hope and I hope I don't know maybe a year from now, two years from now, I hope I can I can catch one of your sets because I've heard you're nasty. Everyone tells me you're nasty. Yeah, and I've seen, and I've seen some of the YouTube videos, and you know, I want to see. I definitely want to see you throw down. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully, one of these days, we can have a drink, and I can hear you, and I can hear you throw down. You know what I'm saying? Most deaf. Yeah, most deaf. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you my uh, my losing Red Bull set to Four Colors Act. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, it was the same year. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was that year, bro. Hold on, I don't mean to get off topic now. Real yeah, quick, yeah, no, no. We're, we're we're about to end, but yeah, you know, I remember like the year that we were all in U.S. finals with Zach. Yeah, and the first semifinal round, he did his first tone play. It was like me, Dynamics, Mike Twenty Six Hundred, Skew, bunch of people. We all looked at each other and we were just like, "Yeah, it's a wrap." Like, yo, <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, this, let's make this let's make this a fun week, but it's a wrap. Like, wow. <laughs> were you there when he was throwing the dildos at the crowd? That what? No, yeah. he doesn't know. That was the finals, finals, right? Where he wasn't no, it overseas. He was in, no, it was here. It was in the states. Oh, was it? It was in the Bay Area. I guess he uh, he threw uh, dildos at one of the contestants. Oh, all of them. Oh, right? yeah. Some I forgot if it was all of them yeah. or one of them, but it was in the Bay Area. Just throwing That's dildos in he, the crowd. He's he's amazing, man. That guy that guy deserves <laughs> all, all 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 his flowers, man. That guy yeah. is that guy's amazing. It's a dope. He's a great dude too, man. And he's yeah, wild, I, love, I love that dude. Wildly creative. Shout to Zach. Um, mm-hmm. Yo, cool. Thank you very much, man. Appreciate it. I'm glad we actually got to yeah. link up and, and speak. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, it's a pleasure. Thank you guys. Thank you guys again for having yeah, me, man. man.